welcome to People with Purpose. So many people are looking for meaning, but they don't know where to start. Imagine a world where everyone could just get their purpose out of them and then actually make it happen. I'm David Roberts, and I believe that we all have a purpose, and with focus and a little help, people with purpose make a difference. And this show is where these stories come to life. Hello, hello. So in this episode, we're going to row back, given the time of year, to an episode I recorded this time last year on self-care and how you can reset to just create a better you at the start of the year. So um, I'll be doing it. Uh, Self-care is important. Uh, as you probably will know, I've not been very well uh, the last uh, few weeks. Uh, and so um, it's really brought into really clear, crystal clear uh, light for me, uh, the importance of your health. And if you have good health, you know, doing whatever you can to, to, to maintain that uh, is absolutely vital. So everything else that you do and wherever you are with your own personal health, how can you improve it? You know, you can take simple steps, small steps to improve your health, improve your well-being. And if you can do that, then you can be a, a, a more effective person, a more fulfilled person, and you can be a better leader in whatever walk of life that you're in. So yeah, super um, important to look after yourself uh, and, uh, and also uh, to uh, have a plan for your life. So in this episode, I talk about uh, self-care, but I also mention about having uh, your own life plan and, and making a start and making a plan for your life. And again, if you haven't got one of those, now is a perfect time of year to reflect on a few key questions that can help you to navigate your way through uh, setting yourself up with a direction for your life, if not a destination. So uh, enjoy the episode, a couple of episodes uh, bolted together here for you uh, as we are between Christmas and New Year, and, and I hope you enjoy. So today's episode is kind of a end of year reset for the New Year type episode. Now is the sort of time of year where I revisit my life plan, and if you want to hear more about uh, how to get started on writing a life plan, then you can uh, listen to episode seven of People with Purpose, where I go through that in a bit more detail. But this is about self-care. That's what I'm going to talk about today, is self-care and how we can take this Christmas and New Year period as an opportunity to reset how we're looking after ourselves. So how are you feeling? Spend some time to think about how you're feeling now as you get to the end of a calendar year. And uh, the other question is, what are you doing for you? How are you looking after yourself? These are challenging times. There's economic turmoil all around the world. There's been lots of shocks, lots of stuff going on. We are battered by information overload. The potential for overwhelm is is huge. And uh, we all want to make a difference and move forwards and learn and, and grow. And we all want a bit of peace. So we want to be uh, successful, but we need to look after ourselves to be able to, to do that. And uh, so this time of year is a really, really good time to 
to think about how we can reset. So I've taken the word reset to be a theme for how we can perhaps do a little bit more to look after ourselves and set some intentions for 2023 and things we're going to do. So the R of reset stands for routine. Do you have a daily routine? Do you have a a routine which enables you to feel organized and fully in control of your life and and to do the things that you really need to do? From a self-care point of view, having a daily routine might sound restrictive and constraining, but actually it's quite empowering because what you're doing is you're every day following a, a routine that enables you to get into a rhythm that means you, your body, your mind, your soul gets enough of what it needs every day. So take the opportunity to look at your daily routine. What time will you wake up? What time will you go to bed? What time will you allocate to eating a meal, breakfast, lunch, dinner? What time will you allocate to to work? And what time will you allocate to, to movement? Have those thoughts about what a routine you're currently living in now and how you can change that to, to create a routine that works for you that means that you're looking after yourself. So the R for reset is a new routine that serves you. The E stands for energize. So what can you do? There's sort of three key areas really to help you to top up your energy tanks. One is exercise. If we could all move a little more, we live in a world where, unless we've got a really physical active job, where we're quite sedentary, lots of sitting down. So what can you do to exercise for, say, 30 minutes a day? doesn't have to be much, uh, certainly to start off with, but 30 minutes of exercise in a way that is easy for you to do, whether it be a walk or a run or the gym or whatever it might be, something that suits you. And even if you um, are fairly uh, immobile, there's things that you can do to exercise your limbs and get the blood flowing round and the heart rate up a little bit. So what can you do to, to exercise for, say, 30 minutes a day? Let's get some movement into your life. What about your fuel, your nutrition, your food? What can you do in 2023 to build a new relationship with food, to look at food as a, not just as a something to uh, make you feel better or to eat uh, if, you, if you need some comfort or, or whatever, but to, to put good stuff into your body. We, we're totally made up of what we consume uh, from a physical perspective. So what little changes can you make to improve your, your nutrition? And like I say, build a, a new relationship with, with food and really make good choices about what you eat. It has such a big impact on your energy levels and, and on your health. And of course, what you drink. Uh, and uh, it's a time for New Year's resolutions. I'm not necessarily suggesting that you need to have 
a full year off beer or whatever it is, but how can you drink more water? Do you know how much water you drink each day? Can you buy one of those bottles or ask Father Christmas for one of those bottles that, that tells you how much you've drunk and, and get into a good habit over how hydrated you are? So there's exercise, there's nutrition, but also there's sleep. We really need our sleep and uh, I for one am definitely not getting enough sleep at the moment. I'm waking up earlier as, uh, as I'm aging, uh, but, uh, but not necessarily going to bed early enough. So um, that's something that I need to focus on for the coming year is, is getting a few more Zs. So as I reset my self-care regime for 2023, I'll be looking at my R for routine my E for my, for, to be energised, and particularly I'll be looking at sleep. And then the S in reset stands for state. How is your mental state? Are you looking after your mind? What are you putting into your mind? And how is that serving you? Are you giving yourself enough headspace? Are you having time to chill? Meditating? as in sitting quietly for five, ten minutes even each day and just reflecting on a, a word or using a guided meditation that you can find online or trying uh, centering prayer techniques, finding a word and focusing on that word and just trying to be present and give yourself that, that headspace to, to quieten your mind. Also, what choices can you make to remove or reduce negativity and, and complaints and uh, moaning and all of that kind of stuff from either from your, yourself and your, in your mind and what comes out of your mouth or by moving away from people who perhaps are complaining a little bit more than is helpful for you? What can you do to take time away from the constant stream of digital uh, content, infinite scroll, and do something different instead. Replace the trashy stuff that you look at, perhaps on socials, with spending some time with a book, or closing your eyes and, and listening to an audiobook for, for 10 minutes. So... That can all help with your state, looking after your mind in 2023. The E for of reset stands for enclosure. And uh, I've kind of fudged this one in a little bit, really, but I think it's important to take a moment to reflect on what things you need to put into enclosures. Where do you need to create boundaries? so that you can better look after yourself. Now, for a lot of people, that might be the boundary between work and life. And you might need to put work into a, an enclosure and set strict times for work and to then stick to them. You know, making sure that you take breaks, perhaps, throughout the day. It might be something else. It might be that you're spending too much time on social media. How can you put an enclosure around that by using the, um, the, uh, the screen time app, for example, on a phone to 
mean that you've got to actively uh, enable access to certain apps at certain times of the day. Do you need to turn notifications off either for work emails that might come up on your phone or, or for other things that might stop you from taking that bit of time out to do that bit of self-care? So putting an enclosure around things that don't serve you that can really help you with your, your self-care. And then if it is work, then before you finish each day, if the last thing you do is to set an intention for the next day, and even if it's a case of writing down what your biggest win will be for the next working day before, as the last thing you do before you turn notifications off uh, from your work emails or whatever for, um, for the day, then that can help you as well to uh, compartmentalize and put a hard stop on the thought process around that. Set that intention the night before. And then when you wake up the following morning uh, and you open the door on the work enclosure, you can go in and get on with that straight away um, and, uh, and get the day off to a, to a really good start. So the R is for routine. The E is for energy, energize. The S is for state in your mind, your mental state. The E is for enclosures uh, to make sure that there is time for self-care in your life. And the T is perhaps my favourite one. What turns you on? So you've got to have time in your life for fun. You've got to have time in your life for pleasure. You've got to have time in your life for laughter or laughter, depending on where you come from. What turns you on? Put time in your diary for those hobbies, for, for music, for your passions. And make sure that you allocate time to do things that turn you on. Make sure that there's plenty of downtime. Make sure there's plenty of fun. And make sure there's plenty of laughter in your life. Because actually laughter is one of those things that really does help with your sense of well-being. There's scientific evidence that actually, if you are going to watch social media, watching uh, comedy for a specific amount of time each day can really top up all those lovely happy chems that go around your body, your mind, and, uh, and make you feel really good. We need to make time in our lives to be turned on, that's for sure. Cool, cool. So I hope that's helpful. My breakthrough came um, when I realised actually um, how uh, other people involve me or view me does not define me. What defines me is my purpose. And the way I got to that position was through putting together my first life plan. And a life plan sounds like a really big uh, thing to, to have to, to do. And, and, and lots of people uh, that I talk to about a life plan, um, they, they, would, they would shy away from doing it. And I don't understand why. It brings clarity. It brings uh, focus. Um, imagine, you know, on a daily basis, the kind of uh, thing, things that we do as people and we feel that we have to do as people, you know, we have to go to work, we have to earn money, we have to do stuff, um, you know, for other family members. And sometimes that feels like a sort of a real sense of 
um, obligation, but we don't necessarily want to do it. You know, when's it going to end? Why do I have to keep doing this? This I don't like this job that I'm doing, but I've got to do it for the money and all those sorts of things. And I see people doing that. And I think, why not just take that step back um, and look at yourself and give yourself the time to really understand yourself and think about what is it you want for your life? Uh, and whatever you feel and whatever you think about what you want for your life is your truth. It's your right answer. People go through um, life uh, doing what they think society uh, will want them to do, what they think uh, their family or their friends or uh, you know social norms, if you like, will, will will see as the right thing for them to do. You know, go to school, go to university, go uh, get, get an apprenticeship, get a job. Um, you know, work long hours, do overtime to get more money. Um, all of those sorts of things, um, and that's kind of like a conventional norm. But actually, if you take a step back and you think about, okay, so what's right for me? Um, you know, you find that your thoughts aren't wrong. You don't necessarily need to define yourself by what other people think um, about you or how other people involve you or or what the kind of the normal path of life is. You can form your own path and there's no better time than now to do that. So life plan, your life plan. Um, uh, really, I suppose for, for me, uh, it starts with the answer to to five questions. So if you take a step back and think, okay, these five questions. If you could change the focus for your life right now, what would that change be? So if you could change the focus for your life uh, right now, then what would that major change be? Now, um, life and purpose, you know, you could be thinking about health, you could be thinking about family, you could be thinking about job you could be thinking about partner you could be thinking uh, spiritually emotionally uh, financially uh, you could be thinking about any kind of hobby and interest you know what's what what if you could change the direction or the focus of your life right now what would that major change be that's question number one and then the second thing for you to do or the second question for you to answer is uh, what three to seven unique things about you are there? So what are what are the, the, the three to seven unique things about you? Um, so, you know, they can be things that you're the best at, uh, connections that you've got, any unique experiences that you've had, um, you know, any, anything that you know, anything that um, has happened to you, um, think about what other people say about you. Oh, you're always this, or you're always that, you're always so chatty, you're always this. Um, so, so yeah, write down the, the, the top three to seven things that you think are unique about you. And then uh, the third question is, um, if there was one thing that you could do uh, with your life right now, uh, and that could be your that that could be your passion, and you wish you could earn money from it. What would that one thing be? So I would write that one thing down, and then 
um, if there was no, the question number four is, if there was no fear of failure, uh, what would you do? That's question number four. If there's no fear of failure, what would you do? And then uh, question number five would be, um, if you had no fear of uh, being judged by uh, your friends, family, uh, and peers, what would you do? So those five questions once again. So if you could change the focus of your life right now, what would that major change be? Question number two, what are the top three to seven unique things about you, what you know, what you enjoy, your skills, your experiences? What are the top three to seven unique things about you? Question number three, if you could, if you could what would be the one thing that you would do uh, full-time and get paid for be able to get paid for right now. It could be anything. Um, and then number, question number four, if you were not, if you, if you could have no fear of failure, what would be the thing that you would do? Um, and the question number five, if you weren't scared or if you had no fear of being judged by family, friends, others, what would be the one thing that you would do? And, and, these questions, if you, if, you, if you go through these questions and answering these five questions in a way that, um, like I say, you get to kind of what you feel is your right answer to those five questions. There's no right or wrong answer to any of those questions. These things are, these, these questions are, and the answers will be relevant to you and you alone. And what answering these questions does is it opens you up to, um, to, to, to thinking about yourself, but not in a way that's constrained. It, it opens you up to thinking about yourself and the things that move you, the things that make you feel good, um, and the things that uh, you believe that you are good at or unique about you. And uh, on a previous episode of the People With Purpose podcast, I've talked about some of my beliefs about purpose. And one of those beliefs is that uh, everyone is unique and these questions are designed to help you to unlock and to open up your mind towards seeing what that unique element of you is. So that would be the first step. So that's step one to writing your life plan. Um, these, these questions, the answers to these questions, then you've got them drawn, drawn out in a mind map or written down. Um, and then... Uh, the next step is then to to write your own obituary. Now, this sounds really, really weird and kooky when when I've when I've mentioned this to people before, they've looked at me like I was crazy. But if you think about it, all I'm trying to suggest that you do is that you put yourself into the future. You put yourself uh, into uh, a mindset of looking, standing at the end of your life rather than looking. Uh, ahead to your future uh, from the position that you're in right now, you 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 put yourself in your mind's eye uh, into to the position at the end of your life, and you look back at all the things that you've done. And if you do that, because if you think about um, a strategy, 
or putting together a strategy. When you put together a strategy, what you do is you you identify your current situation, uh, then you identify um, the end game, the, the the goals that you want to achieve, and then you plot the bit in the middle, how you're going to get there. And so the first five questions are basically current situation, but in kind of an aspirational way. So if you could change one thing, what would it be? What are the three to seven unique things about you? Um, if you could, what would be the one thing that you'd like to do full-time and get paid for? Um, if you had no fear, what would you do? If you wouldn't be judged by anybody, what would you do? Those are kind of aspirational, cracking things open from where you are right now. Writing your obituary is then going right to the other end and saying, okay, what would you want your obituary to, to say? So yeah, so the five questions is kind of aspirationally, current situation, where are we now um, and what I want to be um, doing now. And then the obituary is you know, looking at the other, go, going to the other end of, of your life and looking back, putting yourself into the future and looking back. And the, re- the reason why an obituary um, is, is, is better to my mind than kind of, um, okay, so when I've retired, what would I want, what would I want it to say or, or whatever is actually it's quite final. Um, and, you know, and the only thing that we're guaranteed of in life is it will start and it will end at some point. Um, and so, you know, you can set some timescales around it. Um, but you know, the point, the point is that, um, if you're looking at the end, if you're at, standing at the end of your life and looking back on what you've done, then, you know, this is complete then. Okay. So good. Right. So. In your obituary, what is in there? Well, there's about six things, I think, that I think your obituary um, should contain. The first one is, uh, what's the change that you made in the world? What, What did you change? What impact did you have on the world? Um, you know, and that can be anything. You know, it it can be that you're um, the world's best gardener. It can be that you're the world's uh, greatest uh, cleaner. It can be that you're the world's greatest orator. It can be that you inspired, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of people to uh, to, um, to 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 change their lives in some way. It can be that you uh, you, you know the, the the cure for. Uh, for 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 a disease, you've saved lives, um, or it can be um, actually I've created these beautiful works of art, and 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 or, or I've done something in a really kind of hyper local type way, you know. So it can be anything. But what's the change that you've um, made in the world? That's the first thing. Secondly, family. You know, we've all got our own definition of what of what a family is. We've all got our own family situation. But but what what sort of relationships did you have with your family, um, and what did you do for them? So, what changes you make within the world, um, and what happened from a family point of view? Um, socially, uh, who did you influence? Uh, what circles did you move in? Um, you know, w- w- what what kind of people uh, did you did you did you play with? Uh, work. What did you do in your career, um, and um, and you know how did you how did you make your money? What kind of impact did you have? What kind of recognition did you get? Um, and uh, how did that uh, play out financially? You know, uh, is is there a, a wealth element? Did you generate uh, wealth that you were able to 
uh, pass on to your to your children, or did you decide not to do that? Uh, did you create wealth uh, to uh, to ensure that a specific cause um, was well funded? And uh, and and again, a, a change, a positive change happened uh, for that reason. How were you? How were you perceived? You know, how did you uh, interact with other people? Was it? Uh, is there anything about the level of energy that you showed? Is there anything about um, how calm you were and how much peace you brought and how much um, uh, wisdom that you brought, how much fun that you brought? How did you, how did you appear um, and what kind of impact did you have then? And then, um, you know, what was the, what was the one thing uh, that you brought to the world? What was your gift? To this world, so so okay. So your obituary then. Um, so uh, what change did you make in the world? What did your family achievements look like? What did your social achievements look like? What did you achieve at work? How did that play into uh, financial achievements? And what was your legacy from that point of view? How did you appear? Um, and how did people interact with you? And then finally, uh, what was your gift to the world? So if you've written those two things down, the answers to those five questions, and then um, your obituary, then you've got basically the two, the two bookends. And from there, you can do um, a couple of other things. Um, so the first thing you can do, uh, or the next thing you can do then, is that you can then write down uh, what your, uh, what your, your, your vision for your life is. So there's a vision, which is kind of one sentence really, um, which kind of, uh, really ties all those things together from the point of view of, of, of the impact that you, you want to make in the world. And then there's your, your values. So those values really, uh, play out in, uh, the different categories that I've mentioned that come through in your obituary. So, you know, so um, I'll give you an example. So I've got seven values. Uh, one of them is to spend lots of quality time with my, with my wife and, and, my, and my, my girls, my daughters. Uh, second is to be healthy, fit and strong uh, and to do to not, not necessarily muscle man, but, but strong enough uh, to enjoy exercise at least five times a, a week so I can live a, a long, happy and active life. Uh, my third one is to be in control of my own destiny uh, and to have freedom to choose how I enjoy my time. Uh, and, and that is, is through being financially free. Um, and then um, to be um, focused, always working on the right things so I know I'm not wasting my precious time and that I'm always making progress towards my goals. Um, and then uh, the fifth one is to be uh, creative. Uh, which is about producing and listening to uh, words and music uh, that make sense to me and so that I and others can enjoy and benefit from them. Um, uh, the, the, and the, the, the sixth one is about spending quality time with friends and family and building meaningful relationships with others. And the last one is about being able to read and learn about people and what makes them tick so I can learn more about myself, but also do a better job of serving others. So they're, the, they're my values. And they, they they fall through from my from my purpose. So so and, and with that, I can then look at what I'm doing and and put a plan in place to to go about uh, achieving that. So so first thing is then those five key questions. 
uh, answer those five key questions to give you an aspirational view of where you are now. So if you could change the direction and focus of your life right now, what would that change be? That's the first question. Two, write down three to seven unique things about you, what you know, what you do, who you know, your experience, etc. Three, um, if you could, what would be the one thing that you'd do full-time and get paid for right now? Question four, if there was no fear, what would you do? Question five, if there was no fear of judgment, what would you do? That really unlocks your current situation. Then look at the end of your life. So where do you want to get to? What change you make within the world? How does that play through in terms of family, social, society, uh, work, financially, how you appeared? So it's not just what you do, it's the way that you do it. And then what was your gift? And then you can then from that pull your vision for your life and uh, and your values. Um, quite a lot of words, maybe quite a lot to get your head around and to, to listen to, but I hope it makes sense. Okay, so I hope you're enjoying this episode so far. This is quite an early episode uh, of the show. It originally went out uh, as episode seven. Uh, we've come a long way since then. I guess uh, there's quite a lot of words in this uh, episode and quite a lot of questions for you to reflect on. So uh, what I've done to make it easier for you to review your own life plan is I've created a, uh, a template for you to follow. Uh, and in the show notes uh, for this episode, there will be a link. So if you can click on that link, that will take you to where you can find the template that you can use to make a start on writing your own life plan for your own life. So that's a uh, seasonal gift to you from me. I hope it helps and I hope you enjoy. And then once you've got a life plan, uh, it's, it's about two key things. One is taking action. So you've decided what those key first thing to do is, um, and then you and you, you you're the first one or two things to do is, and you go about uh, uh, putting those things in place and doing them and taking action. The second thing in then then is a regular review. So if you um, have a life plan, I've had a life plan since my late uh, 20s now. So that's about 20 years I've had a life plan. And for the last uh, 10 years at least, I've been reviewing that at least twice a year just to make sure that I'm keeping on track because also stuff changes. And that's the other beauty of this as well is that it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be bob on. Mine changes every single time I review it. Normally it's just tweaks now. Um, and as you accomplish certain goals, uh, new ones can go into go in their place, uh, and you can keep on keeping on. So there you go. So people with purpose make a difference, and uh, people with purpose do have a plan. They have an aspiration. They have a direction that they're going in. Life's about the journey. Um, the destination really gives you focus and clarity. It means that your daily walk, your um, your 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 doing things that contribute towards your longer term vision, which again gives you that sense of happiness and fulfilment um, and success as you're making progress towards your 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 goals. So I hope that's been helpful. Like I say in the show notes, there's going to be some resources. Uh, people with purpose make a difference. Be one of those people. And uh, I look forward to uh, speaking again at the next episode of People with Purpose. Thanks for listening to People With Purpose. I hope you've enjoyed the show and are enjoying going on this journey. Please remember to like and subscribe and give us a five-star review. Uh, tell all your friends 
And if you're interested in finding out more about any of the things we've covered in this episode of People with Purpose, just get in touch. All the details are in the show notes. Thanks. Bye.